you know, we are not always limited also to the team that we have. We feel like whatever there is really relevant topic outside, we can we can design a studio experience around that. Welcome to Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. This is Annalise Corbin, Chief Goddess of the Past Foundation and your host. We hear frequently that the global education system is broken. In fact, we spend billions of dollars trying to fix something that's actually not broken at all, but rather irrelevant. It's obsolete. A hundred years ago, it functioned fine. So let's talk about how we reimagine, rethink, and redesign our educational system. So on today's episode of Learning Unbox, we are going to have the opportunity to talk with an innovative school program called the Nuvu Studio. And joining us today um, is Saeed Arida, who is the founder and chief excitement officer of Nuvu Studio. And I want to uh, start by thanking him very much for being the chief excitement officer of any endeavor, much less um, an educational enterprise. That's fabulous. Nuvu is a full-time innovation school based in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I have no doubt that Saeed will share lots of information as we move along. So Saeed, welcome to the program. Thank you. And joining Saeed, um, we have three students currently in Nuvu. First off, joining is um, Anara Magavi, who is currently a 10th grader at Nuvu, and she focuses on design. So welcome. Hi. Hello. And uh, I'm joining as well as Sienna Jekyll, and who is a ninth grader at the Innovation School with a specialty or focus on film and innovation. So Sienna, welcome to you. Hi. And finally, rounding out our cohort of conversationalists is going to be Luca Rudenstein. Rudenstein. We had this conversation um, earlier today, um, who is a rising senior, um, and her passion includes storytelling through design, addressing sustainability and equity issues through architecture and art as a tool for activism. So Luca, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. So again, very excited to have everybody here. And Saeed, for our listeners who come to this program from all over the world, give us the 100,000 foot view, first and foremost, about what is the Nuvu Studio. And as founder, why on earth would you do this thing? Hmm. Okay. Uh, So... Uh, the, the the problem with answering this is that we went through a bunch of transformation to get to where we get to. So so it's probably easier to kind of, kind of just mention a brief history uh, about where Nuvo started and and uh, where we are now. So this has started as a as a PhD project uh, when I was a student doing my uh, PhD in architecture at MIT. Mm-hmm. And I was focused on uh, the creative process that architects go through to produce the, the amazing work that they usually produce. And at some point, it clicked in my head that we should take that model and apply it to high school and see what happens. So uh, I ran a pilot with, with two other founders uh, with me and, and with, with a school called Beaver Country Day School. And with I think we had six kids at the time. And that proved to be really successful and interesting. So the school uh, and us basically decided to create Nuvu at the time. And uh, the way it worked is that every semester or trimester, 20 of the students from that school would come to Nuvu and they will go through this kind of innovation design based uh, program and then they go back to the school. And, uh, you know, we've, we did this for probably five years. 
And what started happening is that students would come uh, to us sometimes and they would not leave. Uh-huh. They wanted uh, to stay. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of started forcing us to kind of change into a full-time school, which was not really the initial the initial goal. We, we always thought of ourselves as this magnet innovation mm-hmm. center where the kids come only for a shorter period of time. And now you have three cases here of these brilliant students who decided just to to stay you know so so and this is why you know we call it now a full-time innovation mm-hmm. school because mm-hmm. the students are, are with us uh that the whole kind of full-time and and the other piece that changes that we started creating these nouveau programs inside schools so we have now 12 schools that we work with all over the world and we work with them to create similar environments to what we have uh, inside the school so um, taking taking the design studio model and essentially putting it or embedding it in an existing school. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we call NouveauX. NouveauX. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. So Anara, I want to start with you, and and I'm really curious about two things. So the first one is, and maybe somebody else wants to answer this, but it doesn't make any difference. But how how is it that you found out about this? opportunity? And then why did you choose to do this thing? Why leave a traditional school setting that you're probably way more familiar with and and become a student at the Nouveau Studio? Um, I think that my parents found out about it from some friends. Mm-hmm. And, like they had recommended it. And the reason I decided to come was because I wasn't very happy in like the normal school system. It just didn't really work for me. And I didn't have that many friends either. And then, I mean, I kind of just took a leap when I decided to go to Newview. I wasn't really sure what it was going to be like at all. But Mm -hmm. um, I just kind of decided that it would be really interesting to like do, um, even if it was just for like a year, Mm-hmm. I, I've been here for three years now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's a common thing that I hear when I talk to students that are in innovative school programs. You know, largely what I hear, even though they don't articulate it this way, is it was kind of a leap of faith. It was almost like a why not? I'll try this thing. If I'm not necessarily locked into it, it might be a better fit for me. So Sienna, you're the, the the freshman, if you will, in this group as a ninth grader. So essentially the same question to you. So so why why Nuvu as opposed to staying in, you know, whatever school your middle school may have matriculated to? For me, it was mainly about I, I wasn't really feeling good in, you know, public schools and I didn't feel like it was like, I, I didn't feel like I was learning what I wanted to learn. Like it wasn't really, it didn't really relate to my passions at all. And so I guess like I saw this opportunity, you know, to maybe like have an experience of school that could be like really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you were looking for something that felt more like you, I take it. Yeah. 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 So Luca, same question to you. No shockers here, right? But a little bit different twist because you're going to be a senior next year. And so your your path is getting ready, I assume, to to be very different because you're making decisions and choices and you're thinking about, you know, your your future, whatever that may hold. So I'm really curious about the the years that you've spent inside of the school and the program, sort of how you feel like they 
they not just prepared is not really the word I want to ask you, but but you know, you're probably not the same person today that you entered and your path and your journey along the way. I assume that this environment influenced that. So what would you like to share about that? Yeah. So I actually came last spring, right before COVID kind of hit. And so a lot of my time at UVU has been primarily virtual. Mm. Um, and I was super into writing and like played sports and kind of was like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> Going to this school that's all STEM based and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I started off very intimidated, I think. And then something just kind of clicked and I felt like I could really pursue a lot of almost the kind of like social studies interests that I had had through a design lens, um, which has also been super interesting in COVID as well and kind of like problem solving for that and thinking about and kind of moving forward with the college application decision it's definitely opened my perspective of what I can do. Like I have friends talking about, I want to go into this major and this major. And I just keep thinking, well, I, all of my interests are so combined and multifaceted and none of them I can really pinpoint in a singular place or thing. And so I feel like I'm honestly putting a lot less pressure on myself to have a specific path and kind of just figuring out as I go, what's super interesting to me and following that for a little bit and going down all these little paths of interests. I think that's wonderful, actually, quite frankly. You know, we, we spend too much time trying to box kiddos into stuff way, way, way too early when there's so many things to, to explore. So Saeed, I want to get into a little bit of the nuts and bolts because I know that folks are really going to be wondering. So what, what, what are the grade bands? How many kids are there? Where is it like physically located? Is it co-located in a school? You know, what can you give us in a sense of sort of the makeup of the school itself? And then we'll dig into some of the program details. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these kind of details are evolving. So, so it's, it's, people are always surprised that our curriculum and all of that changes on the fly. So it's sometimes it's hard to answer this, mm-hmm. this question in, in, in kind of absolute terms. But at this point, we are located in Central Square, which is kind of an area in Cambridge between MIT and Harvard. Um, we have around 50 students, but that kind of fluctuated also between 40 to 60. Mainly, if we want to talk about the pedagogy side of things and how we run on a daily basis, basically the whole program is based on these studios that we run. So we don't run courses in the traditional sense. We have these studios that are uh, usually taught by two people. And we have our kind of really talented staff that, that, that works with the students and these, but we also try to bring in a lot of kind of fresh perspectives from, from outside. So Sienna, for instance, was doing the visual effects studio and we brought in someone from the outside to work with, with the, one of the existing staff members uh, to try to push kind of this idea, this idea further. Uh, so our students work in these studios somewhere between two to four weeks. And every day from nine to three, they are working collaboratively with other students on their projects and they have to present something at the end. Yeah, I love that. And, and, you know, for lots of our listeners, even though it sounds um, it, it sounds very different, it's also very familiar because we talk about so many programs that are similar in the sense of they're really innovative. They're outside of what traditionally, you know, folks are thinking. They're not all the same. There are very few of them, actually, that are saying they're, that the innovations are all largely unique, um, but they don't follow that traditional model. So I, so I really appreciate that. Um, I'm curious, Sienna, since um, Saeed just mentioned the fact that you completed this 
particular design studio. And so as you're working in those types of projects, what 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 is the what is the sort of the thing that you're getting out of that the most? Because the other question that people are thinking in the back of their mind is, okay, so Sienna is going to spend two to four weeks working in this amazing design studio, but how how is she getting her math? How is she getting her her English? How how you know all of those things, right? Those are the questions that people have. So explain it to us a little bit, Sienna, sort of from your student perspective. Yeah, so I guess each studio is, is obviously drastically different from the one before. And I mean, each one is kind of like built for you to learn different skills. So I guess through the visual effects studio that I did, I learned a lot more about storytelling and there's also a little bit of physics in there, but we didn't really focus that much on it, but it's, it's there. And yeah, there's like a lot of small things that you learn. And I think the biggest thing you learn from like all sorts of new view studios is problem solving. Mm-hmm. And you spend most of the time on like conceptual things of your projects. And like, I mean, our coaches always say that's the, your concept is always the most important part. Cause in like the end, that's what you're presenting, not the physical object, mm-hmm. like the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the fact that that each of the studios, you know, finishes off with a presentation. Um, you know, at, at Past Foundation, um, you know, we we see that as one of those pieces that's really, really critically important. And so, even when we have kids, we we do a lot of STEM stuff and lots of experimental sort of education stuff. So that's the space you sort of see behind me. But the all, all students, even in the kids who come to STEM summer camps, right? So even if they're only with us half day for four or five days, we make them stand up at the end and present to the world. What did you learn? What did you know, right? Uh, to sort of help build some of those confidence skills um, along the way. Anara, I want to ask this similar question to you. So share with our listeners a little bit about, you know, something that may be one of your favorite studios that you've participated in. And what was the thing that you got the most out of that experience? I'm not sure if I can like pinpoint exactly what my favorite studio was, mm-hmm. but I do remember I, I really liked building and designing stuff. And I, I remember there was this ceramic studio where we created, well, first we kind of figured out what we wanted to make, what it was for, and lots of details like that. And then we designed and made slip cast like pieces of ceramics and with that we like i guess problem solved we mm-hmm. made them like we created new objects and we also kind of learned the i mean like the actual making part we learned how to slip cast mm-hmm. and make molds and like the actual like physical skill then I think there's also, I'd say there was uh, some math in that for my project, at least. And then I, I think it was like, I think with the studios, you don't always notice that you're learning mm-hmm. like tech, like like the classic skills maybe, but you just like kind of build them up over time and then realize, oh, how did I learn that? <laughs> I would say, Saeed, that was a win, right? You know, the fact that students don't even recognize, you know, the what, what what they're learning along the way and just, you know, those epiphanies that, yes, I did, in fact, I'm capable of doing that, right? Yeah. 
I always feel like I want to jump in and answer this, but then they answer it better than I do. So <laughs> no, I think that's always the case. Um, so, but, but before we, cause I do have questions for you, uh, you know, based on some of those answers to get into some more nuts and bolts. But before we do that, Luca, I want to, um, so since you joined this program and then all of a sudden a global pandemic, um, you know, comes to the planet, right? That is not an easy thing to do, right? To be new in a space and then suddenly the, the space and the experience has to pivot. And I'm sure that there was tremendous effort being made to ensure that you were still being included and that you could find your way and you could figure out how to how to do the different components. So so you've done a, a few studios at this point, I assume. And so the same question to you, what, what, what was something that stood out for you or something that was surprisingly wonderful to you as part of this experience, despite the fact that you had to do so much of it, I assume, virtually and then ultimately into, into a hybrid environment, as I understand it? Yeah, so I think my first ever studio at Newview is one of the most memorable. It was called Second Skin with our coach Amanda and then a guest coach named Katia Zolotov. And it was all about synthetic biology and wearable tech and kind of bridging the gap between the fashion world and the tech world and the bio world. And then we all got sent home like day one. (laughs) And so I think for me, at least the pandemic really inspired my work. Um, I made a piece all about how stress manifests in the body and how to create like a wearable bodysuit that can address different physical manifestations of stress through like heat conductive fabric and micro sensing of your hormones and aromatherapy. And so I was like at home using heat conductive fabric and hooking it up to a heart rate monitor and Arduino. And I had no clue what I was doing, but I just got to experiment. (laughs) And so we went home, like they were sending us materials and we hop on the call. And I think that's why I stayed because I was also only going to go to Newview for a semester at first. Mm -hmm. And even in this COVID pandemic where everything felt so uncertain, I still had this kind of creative outlet. Um, And it was, I don't know, really fun and experimental. And honestly, I think being at home made it even more experimental and broad and you could kind of get into whatever you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. What an amazing project. Wow. So Saeed, um, so is that fairly typical then of the types of projects that these students are working on? I mean, I, I, I can't say I've had another high school student talk to me about, you know, utilizing hormones and pheromones and, you know, body temperature and, and whatnot, you know, to, to craft textiles and suits to manage stress. That's it's pretty off the charts, to be perfectly blunt. <laughs> Yeah, no, this, this is, yeah, it's, it's pretty typical and it's always changing. You know, I think we always try with our studio topics to kind of respond to what's happening in the world and try mm-hmm. to kind of create these learning experiences that the, the kids will, will connect to and feel relevant to the world that they live in. So, so yeah, that's, you know, the, I think that's part of the game for us. It's always kind of bringing these really interesting people who are doing amazing stuff and have the kids kind of collaborate with them. And so I think like you probably also felt some hesitancy with the kids talking about subjects because we, mm-hmm. within, when we are doing the studio, we don't really talk about the subjects. The, the goal is that you have this problem that you are trying to address or this creative outlet and, and, and medium that you are given and you're trying to create something at the end. So the focus solely is on, on the concept that you have and how you can mm-hmm. take that concept and turn it into something. 
And so we just focused on that and everybody said they, they obviously learn a lot of stuff along the way. They don't understand exactly what it is that they are learning, but there's, it's a lot that is happening along the way. But there is, I should probably, like we usually don't mention, there is a technical piece around the subjects where the students actually do online subjects after school. Okay. So when they are at school, they are just doing the studio work and after school, they do the subjects. I see. Okay. So they, they, yeah, so they deal online then with the technical content required to meet graduation requirements and all the state processes. So they're doing all of that. They're just doing it sort of off cycle from the studio work. Yeah, because that was definitely going to be one of the questions that, that folks always have. I mean, they don't do all the subjects, obviously, that there's not enough time in the day. So sure. our transcript usually is a combination of the studio work that they are doing and then the coursework that they do outside. Okay. Okay. And just out of curiosity, because one of the other topics that we cover a lot on this program is around the opportunities for for early collegiate or post-secondary or technical training credit stackable credentials, take your pick, as those ideas um, are woven through programs. Um, you know, the work that these kids are doing is pretty darn advanced, even conceptually, right? So, are the students also earning post-secondary? Are they doing dual enrollment? How are some of those pieces, if at all? And it may be that it's not even necessary because these students are so, quite frankly, sounds like wickedly engaged in the stuff that they're doing, right? That just just, just getting through. Yeah, no, we don't actually do that. This could mm-hmm. be an interesting idea, but yeah, we don't, we don't do, deal with that. I, I think yeah, I mean, we are so heavily just focused on the studio itself and the learning experience. And, you know, I we know that a lot of our or almost all of our kids want to apply to college after. So there is a little bit of focus on that and making sure that they know which place that they want to go to and, and making sure that we can help them. We can help them get there. I think it would have now thinking about it, it would have been actually very useful to, to have uh, a graduate of Nuvu who, who is already in college because that would also give a different perspective. And I feel like a lot of the kids who go to college, they have a lot of the skills already that the college tries to teach them the first and second year. Right. So so it's it's kind of into like it starts really slow for them and then it, it kind of ramps up the third and fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume that that's the case as well. So what what does it look like? So Sienna, share with me just a little bit when you are sort of out in the world, outside of your school environment, right? Talking with other folks about what they're doing as ninth graders. What does that conversation sort of look and feel like? Because are, you know, are folks looking at you like you're kind of, what are you talking about? You don't you don't do school the same way we are. I'm I'm curious, right? Because in in terms of the way the rest of the world relates to your experience. And actually this could be a question for all three of you. So be giving it some thought why Sienna is on the hot seat at the moment. It's mainly like there's not really a lot of like relating going on because obviously they're very different mm-hmm. school systems. But I mean in the end like if I'm talking to somebody, we're both still like learning. So, I mean, we can still like relate our experiences somewhat. Yeah. Like they, they each teach us what we need to know for our specific things. So do do you try to explain to them how you can produce uh, one minute of an animated film or not, or it's too hard? It's, it's not that difficult to explain, I guess. I mean, it takes maybe like five minutes first to do like how my school works, but. 
Yeah, I bet lots of interesting questions. Lucas, same question to you. And since you sort of came partway through high school, I assume you still have a fair amount of contact with folks from some of your other educational sort of experiences. How do you explain what you're doing and why you bailed to go do something else? Yeah, I I mean, I've always kind of gone to somewhat of an untraditional school. Like my last school is also semi-project-based. Mm-hmm. But when I left, I think I also left right as kind of like we were talking about earlier, college prep was starting and a lot of mm-hmm. kids APs and final exams and that kind of stuff. And I almost, I just look essentially at my presentations and my work as like, oh, this is what I'm going to show to college. How do I like show what I'm passionate about and explore mm-hmm. what I'm passionate about? And I still have stress. I still like work late at night some nights. <laughs> I still have to write some briefs. So it's not completely isolated from the same feelings my friends are feeling. Like we both have stress, but I can at least feel like I'm really engaged and passionate. And so that stress doesn't just like fester in me. I can Mm -hmm. like put it into something I like. And again, like Sienna said, there's definitely a lot of explaining. I talk a lot more about what NewView is than I actually talk about what I'm learning. (laughs) Um, I think saying what you're learning feels really intimidating to people, but mm-hmm. honestly, it's it's not when you're in the studio. Like it, there's just this energy and everything just feel like you're about to take a test and it weighs mm-hmm. on you. It's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anara, same question to you. So what's the conversation look like with your peers? Well, it's always starts off with trying to explain what new view is, which like Luca and Sienna said, takes a while. Mm-hmm. I think that, well, first off, I haven't really talked to that many people generally recently, like in the last year. Mm-hmm. I've only talked to like people I'm pretty close with. But since like most of them kind of already know what New View is, it's, I sometimes talk about what I'm doing. I'm not sure if they entirely understand what I'm doing, but yeah, I'll, I'll like talk about my projects and stuff. And, I think sometimes people think it's really cool. Sometimes people just don't really understand, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, then I feel like it's also kind of, there's like, like my siblings and friends and stuff, like they'll have finals and they'll be really worried. And it makes me think about how like, I don't, I mean, I have stress, like like final presentations and stuff, but it's not nearly like this is going to impact my grade which will impact colleges and stuff so it's nice to kind of mm-hmm. have a little bit more like I guess I feel like I have a little more control mm-hmm. over like mm-hmm. my education mm-hmm. so how do how do you make the decisions around the the projects um, or the studios that you're going to utilize from time to time you you mentioned earlier that you know, you try to make sure that what, what's going on in the studios is reflective of what's going on in the real world. Um, but what does that cycle look like? How do you make those decisions? I think a lot of it is kind of the, 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 the school and the coaching team kind of working very collaboratively together to kind of come up with these, with these uh, mm-hmm. uh, ideas. And these ideas, as I said, they are always changing and they are always kind of responding to what's going on in the world. So around kind of you know, issues around COVID and equity and social justice and all of that. So so I think this year we had a big focus on that. Mm-hmm. So this, the, the, the coaches that we have, you know, we have engineers and designers, artists, architects and game designers. And 
all, all of them basically come together and, and they work collaboratively on, on, on something. And sometimes actually the students push us towards like a certain area where they want to explore something. And we, you know, some, some students wanted to do film. And, and so we brought in a filmmaker to kind of work with the kids and work with another coach on that. Mm-hmm. The same thing with, with the visual effects, kind of we did that. So you know, we are not always limited also to the team that we have. We feel like whatever there is really relevant topic outside, we can we can design a studio experience around that. How do you then, so these coaches and you're bringing folks in, are, are these, these, these industry folks with experience, are these teachers, are these educators, sort of what makes up sort of the core staff, I guess, or support structure for the students within the institution? For the coaching staff, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we have, I think, a little bit of bias towards uh, architects uh, mm-hmm. because uh, you know that's kind of the origin of the right. of the of the place. So uh, we hire a lot of architects for for the school in Cambridge, but also for the Nouveau Labs all over the world uh, because they really understand the process. And for us, when the students are talking about concepts and how do you take concept to the final thing. Even if you don't necessarily know the technical detail, this idea that you know how to take something, a concept, and develop it and iterate on it to get it to a final thing is something that architects are really amazingly good at. And and so they kind of become the foundation of, of the pedagogy that we have. And then, you know, also they are you know, designers and architects, they are very good at making things and all of that. So if if the studio is around that, then you know, around like object or space making, then they can do that. But if it's, you know, could extend beyond that to film or a medical device or a bioengineer thing, then we have to bring in an expert uh, from outside basically to work with the coaches that we have. Right. Yeah, and that makes sense. But I love the way you're able to completely and often iterate your team and make sure that whatever it is that you need, that's the thing that you have, right? You're, you're not bound by the constraints of what already exists. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is why it becomes like every, the, 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 the traditional school becomes really strange in the sense yeah. like they have these subjects, the same thing, it's the same yeah. textbook and the same, you know, it becomes like once you hear about Nuvo and what it is, that concept of like seems so fixed and, and, and different mm-hmm. than what we do. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. So, um, so, you know, you have your founder on this call with all of you, and I don't know the structure of the school, how often you you actually see him or bump up against him, you know, sort of in all your day-to-day experience, but I see this as a great opportunity um, for the three of you, right? So we're going to start with Luca. So as as you sort of think about what next, and if, if, if the world was your oyster in terms of choosing, what would you like to explore? Because now's your chance because he'll hear it. I, th- this sounds really bad, but I feel like I've gotten a lot of my asks. <laughs> I'm so- they talk to me all the time. So all the is- time. Perfect. So this, yeah, this is not like a, a, a unique opportunity here. So, so. <laughs> and Slade also is my advisor. So okay. Of the upper hand, but I'm super interested in sustainability and architecture, mm-hmm. which is also something I can pursue after New View and kind of biomimicry and how that ties into architecture as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always super excited about those studios. And then again, like wearable tech, I kind of mm-hmm. like to push them yeah. <laughs> with my coaches and like slide that in. But it's all super interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all great, great ideas. Um, Anara, what about for you? What would you like to explore? I'm not really 100% sure 
I like what I, I I think that maybe like a little bit of some kind of thing with cooking and baking. I have done like open innovation studio mm-hmm. um, where I uh, played with ramen and constructed it into different forms like gel and mm-hmm. um, crackers and stuff. So I have gotten like, I will, I, I'm like really passionate about baking. So I have gotten some of that stuff out of you already. I feel like there's, there's a lot of things, different topics and subjects that you learn through Neview. And I'm, I, I can't think of a specific thing that I haven't really like necessarily gotten out of Neview that I really want, which is really like, it's, it's nice that like there's so many different topics. Yeah, that's that's a pretty amazing thing to be able to say about your high school experience, actually. So, so Anara on yeah. her own does a lot of like experimental kind of uh-huh. work on on food and cooking and all of that. But she's also our resident baker. So anytime we have a okay. celebration of something, <laughs> are you are you making the cupcakes for graduation? Yeah. So she does that too. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Sienna, same question to you. What what would you like to what would you like to try? Personally, for me, Nibiu has really accommodated for what I want to do. I mean, like I told them I was really interested in, you know, animation, and filmmaking, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, exploring possibilities of like new worlds and stuff like that. But, um, and then they, they went and made a studio for that. So th- th- it's still going on. So I don't mm-hmm. know what's next, but... Yeah, for me, they've really accommodated for my passions. That is awesome. That's a remarkable thing to hear. So, um, Saeed, as we sort of get ready to to, to close the program, I, I think, as, you know, out of fairness, a similar question to you when you think about the ecosystem that you've created. Um, what 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 do you want to do next, or what would you like to see next? Not being held to it, but just sort of pie in the sky. What's that aspiration? Yeah, I think we are still at the, you know, even though we're like been doing this for 10 years, it felt, mm-hmm. still feels kind of small and niche and experimental. Uh, and so we want to keep the experimental piece, but we want to try to kind of, you know, make it, make it bigger and have kids all over the world kind of have more access to the type of uh, work that we do. So we're looking into moving to a much bigger space now. So that is one thing. And we're also looking into increasing uh, the number of the NouveauX schools that we work with, these the Nouveau labs all over the world. And, and so we, yeah, I think looking into growth and how we can have the, uh, more kids have access to something like this is really key in, in how we are thinking about this. But also, you know, just improving what we have here in campus. That's also been always really key, like always bringing new coaches and new ideas and new perspectives. and and keeping the pressure on 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 the staff to kind of always do something different and not kind of mm-hmm. settle down. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it sounds like an absolutely amazing program. And I always love when I get the chance to have conversations about the studio model in play because, you know, there's all those similarities are all so uniquely different. Um, and so I want to thank all of you for um, taking time out of your day to have a conversation with us. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us for Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. 
I want to thank my guests and encourage you all to be part of the conversation. Meet me on social media at Annalise Corbin and join me next time as we stand up, step back, and lean in to reimagine education.